What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Couch Takes. Uh, I want to go ahead and apologize for this episode because uh, I'm an idiot and I forgot to plug in my microphone. So we recorded the whole thing and I realized afterwards that we recorded it on my computer speakers. So Andrews will sound normal. Mine will sound, eh, you know. But anyway, just want to say that this is brought to you by studentsectionsports.com. If you have any suggestions, you can let us know at Couch Takes on Instagram and at Couch underscore Takes on Twitter. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. What is up, guys? We're back on the Couch Takes episode 23, I think. Yeah, 23. Trey, confirm or deny. It's 23? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Got that air horn action going, dude. I'm excited. I'm not going to say I'm excited to be here. How about you, Trey? Because that's what I say every time, apparently. I'm excited and to be here. You're excited to be here. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm also excited to be here. Um, no, actually it's like hot as crap in this room, dude. So I'm not like super excited to be here, but like, I'm already sweating and we just started. So your air out or something. Um, no, well the, no, it makes a lot of noise. So I have to turn it off when we're recording, but it's just Uh like an extremely hot day. And like the sun is beaming on this place. So it's like super hot, dude. That's, that's rough. It's one thing when it's Uh hot outside and it's completely different when it's hot inside you know what i mean yeah it's like a different kind of heat it's like i'd almost rather just be out in the sun with it you know 20 degrees hotter it's just it's a different Honestly, feeling yeah. man. it is a different yeah that's a good point i didn't think about that i might would rather be outside doing that yeah because at least you can catch a breeze or something when you're outside you know true when it dude when your ac is out that is the worst <laughs> like i had like it's super hot but like my and everything's working but like i said it just makes noise so i have to turn it off to record so I need to get like one of our producers or something up in here and getting this thing fixed. Dang it, Jerry. God, freaking Jerry, dude. What are you doing? Why, why do we, we still employ you? that man? Why, I say, why do we still pay this guy? <laughs> anyway, he'll figure it out because if he doesn't, he's fired. You hear that, Jerry? Get it together. I hope so. Does he even listen to our podcast? Probably not. He doesn't. We pay him for literally nothing but to sit there and bring us coffee and water. Which speaking of, I've already had two cups today, bro. So I'm feeling good. I'm like hyper. I don't know. I mean, like I, I like coffee, but not like two cups a day. Like it. Oh, I drink more than two cups a day. That's uh, that's something, man. How do you even like begin to do that? I mean, well, okay. So like this morning, I got up. Um, I want to say I woke up at like eight o'clock, eight thirty, so like normal time, and um, I didn't sleep in too late. So I got up. I did my nor- my morning or my normal morning ritual, blah, 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 blah. Sorry, I can't talk. My normal morning ritual, um, you know, sat down, did some stuff on my computer, made some breakfast, um, listened to some music, you know, I like to start off my day right. And then, um, I don't know, I just was like, you know what, before we record today, I kind of just want to sit down, relax, watch some YouTube, just chill out. Um, after I did my homework, at least, cause I forgot to mention that part. And then I just, I don't know, I had a cup of coffee, watched some YouTube videos. And then I was like, you know what? I want another cup of coffee. So I had another one and I guess that was, I mean, that was it. I don't know. So you just chilled out? Yeah. I mean, I don't, so you don't I even like, need the coffee really. No, I don't use the coffee to like get me wired. No. I mean, sometimes it does get me to that point. Like I'll get like. If I drink too much coffee, I get freaking wild, dude. Sounds to me like it's a crutch at this point. 
Oh, no, I don't need it. When I wake up, I'm awake, dude. I have no problem being excitable, having a good day. Like, I don't need coffee to get my day started. I just genuinely like drinking a hot cup of coffee. Yeah, my problem is, like, I'm not the most alert when I just wake up. So try coffee. No, 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 it's not that. It's just more like, I just don't really want to deal with anything when I wake up. I'm not irritable, per se, but I just really don't want to talk to anyone. And my problem is I want to be a morning person. Because I love getting up early. I feel so much more productive. But at yeah. the same time, I get up and I don't talk to anybody. So am I really productive? No. I mean, I don't know. I enjoy waking up, getting my day started. Like, I actually have, like, a specific, like, way I start my day just about every day. I try to do it even summer and uh, fall and, you know, the school year and all that. I try yeah. to keep it the same. But um, I don't know. Well, when I wake up, dude, I'm just, I'm ready to go. I yeah, us- I'm I can usually ready that. to go. Yeah, usually, like, on the days that I work in the summer... I get up an hour and a half before I have to be there. I get a shower. I make breakfast. I sit down and I'll watch something on TV just to kind of relax before I go into work, you know? Yeah. Like one of my favorite things to do when I wake up is like you said, I like to make breakfast and then I like to go upstairs and like just put in some headphones and listen to music and just like, I don't read the newspaper, but I do like to get on my computer, read what's going on, whether it's sports or just world related, whether Mm -hmm. even if it's like just Twitter. Like, I just like to go through stuff on my computer, catch up on my notifications, because I do put my phone on silent when I go to bed. So, like, if someone, like, I'm sure I've missed so many calls when people, like, call me when I'm asleep, and they're like, oh, crap, it's, you know, 930, and he's not answering his phone. He's like, well, I'm probably asleep. Mm-hmm. But I usually don't sleep that late, so that doesn't happen often. But I have had, like, people like, are you, why are you not awake right now at, like, 1030? But, like I said, that's rare. Anyway, Trey... Um, I think it's been a pretty good week for me, but what is your favorite thing of the week? Uh, that's pretty dumb, but if you, what's the hottest thing you've ever eaten, Andrew? Like spicy? Yeah. Um, I had ghost pepper, um, stuff one time. It was like jelly or chili or, I can't remember what it was, but it was like at a farmer's market and they were giving out samples and that was pretty freaking hot. Uh, I think I ate the hottest thing I ever ate yesterday. I was right, uh, where was it at? I was hanging out with um with Trent and Okay, uh, so that makes sense. Yeah, and uh he has this uh this hot sauce called Flashbang. You ever heard of it? Oh yeah, I know what that is. I've never had it, but I've seen like people talk about it like on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, so I just uh I said, you know, like usually the way you taste stuff like that that's like super hot, it's just you know, you get a toothpick and you dip it in. Well mm-hmm. he got like a healthy toothpick in there, you know what I mean? It wasn't just like the tip, it was like a good bit of it, you know? Yeah. And as I was putting it in his mouth, he said, you might just want to lick a little bit off the end of it. And I put the whole thing in my mouth. That was, oh, gosh. dude, that was something. And the thing is, you it wasn't coughing? even. No, I didn't get to that point. But it was like, the thing is, it tastes really good. Yeah. And that's that's my whole thing with spicy food is I want to build up some sort of tolerance because I love the taste. Mm-hmm. The worst part was I, uh, I had it all in my mouth. And then when I swallowed, it went to the back of my throat, dude, is all mm. over yeah, it was it was really hot, but really good at the same time. I enjoy that type of stuff, you know. So yeah, I understand. So any, I, I don't know. I just I was just happy that I tried it because it's like, do you know like how the Scoville scale works and everything? Yeah, I know. I do. Yeah, it's at like something like two million, I think, on the shoot, Scoville, dude. That's so pretty it's like freaking high. Yeah, it's like way up there. Yeah, shoot. I don't know. I might have to text Trent uh, next time I see him. Let me try it i'd see i really like spicy stuff mm-hmm. i eat a lot of spicy stuff like even when i'm just cooking for myself i eat like spicy food and like buffalo sauce and all kinds of stuff so 
I'm a big spicy kind of person. I don't yeah. know why. I've just always yeah, liked you that. Really, you really should try it. I mean, it would probably like it. W- I mean, I like spicy stuff, but even like to that point, I'd be like, oh, crap. But I'll try oh, yeah. it. Everyone Next has time I get a chance, I'll, I'll try it. Um, Good stuff. What about so you, anyway, man? Favorite thing? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to bring myself up. So, uh, I don't know, to be honest, it's been a pretty good week. Um, I haven't had much to do other than schoolwork. I'm like I said, I'm taking some summer classes, stuff like that, but I did get to go. Um, it's called Autobahn. Have you ever heard of that? Um, is that like the, the little racing place? Yeah, dude. How does everybody know what that is? Cause like I when I was asked to go, I had never heard of it before. I don't but know. Man. Everybody just, that I've talked to about it, like, oh yeah, I know what that is. Like, how have I never heard of that? Anyway, doesn't I, matter. I, it I was mean, like it was like professional like grade go-karts or something like that. I don't know how to describe it, but dude, it was freaking awesome. Like, I got yeah, I, I felt like I've I was in fast and the like that, but yeah, I've never been to that place before. But it's oh, really dude, cool when you go around cool. corners and the floor's all slick and the tires are too, so you can kind of drift around the corners and stuff. Oh, dude, you feel like Vin Diesel. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's freaking awesome. Like, you know, the uh what is that song from uh Tokyo Drift? I think the song's actually called Tokyo Drift. It's like bum bum You know what I'm talking yeah, about? I know exactly dude, what you're that, talking like, about. Like when I was like dr- oh, dude, I'm telling you, I was booling, dude. I was going around this corner <laughs> and that song just started clicking in my head and I was like, Oh man. Yeah, I was like, it, someone needs to record this. I know, dude. I felt so cool doing that. It was awesome. That was probably the best thing that's happened in a while because I don't really get to do a lot of stuff like that. I've never even heard of it, like I said. So mm-hmm. anyway, that was probably my favorite thing of the week. Um, so we're going to move on. Trey. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I think you told me before this started that you have a review this week. Yeah, and I, I want to bring it up because it's sports related. I finally okay. saw the movie Draft Day with Kevin Costner. Which um, is like eight years old. Freaking old as crap. How are you just now watching old. it? Five Is years it five old, years thank old? you. Yeah. What, what year did it come out? Are you sure? 14. Yes, I know. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. It came out in 2014. Right I can hear you typing. I mean, oh, can you really? Yes, I can hear you typing. You I ain't. just Googled draft day movie and it didn't even come up. Sorry, oh, I don't there know. it is. It's what the heck? That's so stupid. But it, it is now. I now it's at the bottom of the page. It's called uh, draft day. Twenty. Yep. 2014. Shoot, mm-hmm. dude. It was an. It was almost a two hour movie. I don't remember that. Yeah, so anyway, for the people who haven't seen it, it's exactly what it says it is. It follows a fictitious NFL GM, you know, talking to fictitious NFL prospects. Yeah, and uh, it follows this GM's, like, literally the day of the NFL draft. And it goes through all these trades and stuff he made, and, like, people are talking about firing him and, and all this. Anyway, he ends up making these insane trades to get these players that he wants. But, Andrew, since you've seen it, and now I've seen it. I wanted to talk to you about the realistic like nature of this. Do you think that something like this could happen? So, okay. so to recap, here's what happens. He's the Browns GM. He has the seventh overall pick, and he wants to take this guy named uh, – uh, do you remember his name? Dude, anyway. I, I watched the movie when it came out. I have no idea. doesn't matter. He wanted to take this uh, defensive end at number seven, and they thought if the Browns didn't take him at seven, he's going to fall to the 20s. Like That was the, the thing. So – the quarterback that was going to go number one overall was basically like just like Johnny Manziel. At least that's how he was portrayed in this movie. And um, his name was Bo, and he was supposed to go number one overall. Seahawks has the number one pick. So he traded to get the number one overall. He traded their first round uh, that year, the next year, and the year after. So three first round picks for the number one overall. 
So everyone's questioning him. They're like, okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get this quarterback. And eventually, as the day goes on, they find all this dirt on the quarterback they didn't know about. And they're they're like, ah, well, crap, we don't really want him anymore. At least that's what the GM was thinking. So it comes to draft day, and he trades, or excuse me, he takes that defensive end that he could have gotten at seven anyway. He takes him at number one. Well, then all the other teams start freaking out, and the quarterback that was supposed to go number one starts falling. So he trades back up again to get the number six pick. He trades three second round picks for that. He trades, you know, the same this year, the next year, the next year. So people are like, what are you doing? You're blowing through all our assets. Uh, so the Seahawks have the seventh pick. So they're going to look like a genius if they end up getting that quarterback at seven. So that's why I traded up. And I, dude, I know I'm, I'm dragging this out, but yeah. hear me out. So then he then trades that number six pick to drop back to seven, back to the Seahawks for all of his picks back. So basically, the whole recap is he started out with the seventh overall, and he ended up with the first overall and the seventh overall, and all it cost him was three second-round picks. Do you think anything like that could ever realistically happen? Well, let me tell you what one thing that like popped into my head when you were talking about it that I remember from watching the movie that I think is the most unrealistic part. Roger Goodell was cheered when he came out at, on, at yeah, the draft. Dude, I noticed I that was too. Saying, I was like, no. I was like, that has never happened ever. Even when it's like a good commissioner, they always get booed. Right. Always. Not that I think Goodell's good or bad, which actually I think he is pretty good. I know that's an unpopular opinion, but he makes the NFL a lot of money. But yeah, anyway, that's true. No, you're very right on that. Anyway, that was ridiculous. I thought that was really stupid that they were, that they made it where he got cheered, even though like I'm sure he was like, I want to be cheered when I come out in this movie. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm honestly, sure I don't. I don't blame him for that. I mean, I just think the the booing's funny. I don't really care about it either way. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't for, matter. For his Who sake, cares? Dude, so. he makes so much money. But anyway, going back to your actual question, um, no, I don't think that would ever happen. I don't think it ever has happened. Um, because I'm pretty sure it's not like I know like the actual scenario with these teams didn't actually happen in real life. But I don't think that's ever happened ever. Like, no, I'm pretty I, sure that is not a true story at all. No, it's not a true story. It's just a scenario, basically, with the real teams and the draft yeah, and everything. Yeah, no, I don't think that, um, I don't think that actually happened. No, I mean, of I'm course it did. Positive. I'm just saying, do you think that that could? Do you think that he could end up moving all those picks around and only losing no. some second rounders and still end up with the no. one overall? Nope. Yeah, see, that was my thing with the movie. I was like, I don't know that that could happen, but it's all scenario-based, really. So. Yeah. And also, um, what I thought was kind of funny was the movie. Um, so if, if it came out in seventeen, because I never even thought about this now, or excuse me, fourteen. If it came out in fourteen, that was the year the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Why were the Seahawks having the number one pick? It was completely the fictitious. The, the yeah, whole but come up with a different team if What's you're going to try and make it realistic. What does it matter? I just think that's stupid. Come up with something better than that, dude. Please come up with something better than that. Like, if you're wanting people to watch it, people. I are, think like, you were critiquing the dumbest part of the movie. Like, th- there's no reason that you should be angry about this. It doesn't matter okay. who has the number one overall. Despite the scenarios, beside ever, despite everything that happened, what is your rating? What is your review, Trey? Uh I would give it. I'd say I give it about seven Kevin Costners out of eleven. That is so freaking funny. I was literally gonna say, "Is your rating system <laughs> Kevin Costners?" <laughs> Like, yeah, I dude. swear in my head, I was like, is he going to say Costner's? That's pretty good. <laughs> so you say seven. Wait, why'd you say out of 11? I don't know. Switch things up. Hey, there you go. That's okay with me. I'm all right with that. If it's your review, it's your review. Yeah. Sports movie review featuring Trey this week. Yeah. 
Um, I thought about doing a review and I did have something I was going to do, but I'm not sure if I should do it or not, to be honest with you. What's it about? It's about the new Taylor Swift thing. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's not. I think it's okay. It's not anything special, but you know, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I just hear Taylor Swift and I'm like, yeah. See, I actually like Taylor Swift. I couldn't care less. I like, well, I like her sort of kind of, I really like her other stuff, her and whatever the singles that she has released right now, um, for, I guess, whatever her new album is, I don't know what it's going to be called, but I think she has already announced it. Um, they're not my favorite. There was one that actually came out today, like as of, or it might've been yesterday as like the recording of this, uh, podcast. I'm pretty sure it might've been today. It was either today or yesterday, but it's called, um, I want to say it's called Oh, shoot, dude. I was about to say The Anthem. No, The Archer. It's called The Archer. I listened to that. Didn't like it. I'm going to say um, four T-Swizzles out of 11. I'm going to steal your thing. Four okay. T-Swizzles out of 11. Not that good. Um, me, the other single that has released featuring, you know, uh, front man for Panic of the Disco, Brendan Urie. Entertaining. Not my favorite. Probably never going to look it up on Spotify, but I'm not going to change it if it comes up on um, the radio. So I got you. Yeah. I'll give that six T-Swizzles out of 11. And oddly enough, the most controversial one out of all of them, uh, the most recent one that I was thinking about doing a review on the music video, is actually the best song. Even though I thought the music video, I don't, like, I'm not going to get into what I think about it because it is kind of like controversial what people think about it right now, which I think is kind of stupid, which See, is the Andrew, point all of, the of this is song. going straight over my head. Okay. okay I well, have no idea what you're talking the about. The point of the song that I gathered, don't tweet me or anything like that. If I'm completely wrong, don't care. This is how I interpreted it. Basically what I gathered was, um, well, let me, if I remember the, I don't remember the name of the song. Wait one second. Let me Google it real quick. Does it matter? Um, yeah. Because it's like actually important. Like the name of the song. Okay, you need to calm down. That's the name of the song. Oh. Personally, I listened to the song and I was like, okay, this is actually like, I could actually see myself going to listen to this. But I think the point of the song is, is like, hey, dude, why does it matter what I'm wearing? Why are you taking all this time to tweet me these absurd things? Or why are you going to do all these ridiculous things to put down other people? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that's the thing of the song. So it's about Twitter bullying. I think so. Yeah, kind of. But it is the music video is a little politically charged. Um, not that I really care. Surprise. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a big like music video person. Um, but I did think the song is pretty good. So I'm gonna give that song. Um, this has nothing to do with the music video. Like seven and a half T swizzles out of eleven. Okay. I could actually see myself going to search for this song, unlike the other two. I'll probably never listen to uh The Archer again. Didn't really like it. Me. I'll listen to it if it comes on the radio. This one, maybe once every two weeks, I'll look it up. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah, I like I, it. I, I'll probably, I, I didn't know they came out, so. Yeah, but. don't look up, or you can look up the music video for uh, the other one. You might actually like it for uh, You Need to Calm no. Down. Nah, but I'm, I'm good. the other two, just don't worry about it. Okay, I won't. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to anyway. Um, so what do we have next, Trey? Well, we were talking about this uh, earlier today, actually, but uh, and I know we wanted to talk about it on the podcast. You've seen all the stuff about Adrian Peterson, right? Oh, yes. And this actually happened today, right? Like this news broke today. Well, I I've heard that he's been going through financial trouble lately, but why don't you read the headline that, uh, that we were talking about earlier? 
Okay, and this is um, the headline I'm reading because I don't want to steal anybody's stuff. This is from Barstool Sports. Um, the details of Adrian Peterson's insane 30th birthday party are going viral after the news that he is dead broke. This is the first thing I saw of it because I follow them on Twitter. Right. And so this is the first I've actually heard of this. I didn't realize he was having, fi- having financial problems. Maybe I was just out of the loop and I didn't realize it. Oh, yeah. I but, heard about this a while back. See, I didn't know that. But this is actually pretty freaking wild. And to be honest with you, I'm more happy or not happy. I'm more interested in this wild birthday party that he had rather than the money problems right now. So what happened at the birthday party? So this is actually what I wanted to talk about. This is why I brought it up earlier. So this is not, this part is not from Barstool Sports. This is from BSO, which I believe it's Black Sports Online is what that is. I've never actually looked that up, but this is where I'm reading this about the details on the birthday party. Mm-hmm. So this was his 30th birthday party and what he's probably like 20 or uh, 32 now. So this uh, is probably like two yeah, years ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think he's 32, but you know, it doesn't really matter. So this is probably like two or three years ago. No, excuse me. He's 34. So this is four years ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter. So this is just off the top of the page. Peterson made a list of about 320 family and friends. All right. He sent out invitations to these people with an embossed signature logo. He bought every single guest first class plane tickets to Houston and booked them first class hotel rooms. Every single one of them. That's just the first part. I just don't get that, man. Okay. First off, from what I'm being told... This is already when he's having money problems. Yeah. So why in the world are you already doing this when you've got money problems? Like he's like in the hole from what I understand. And didn't, I mean, he's made over a hundred million dollars in his career. Yeah. And, and How do you go in the hole, now. dude? I, How do I, you go in the hole when you make that much money? The stuff just, like this. It's just dumb financial decisions. You're stuff right. like this. Now, can I see if I was super rich, would I do this? Probably, but I also wouldn't be in the freaking hole. Yeah, I mean, I of can course, there, I, I might would do this one time ever for like my thirtieth birthday party. I mean, if you've Maybe. ever made a hundred million dollars, then yeah, I think spending a little bit on yourself is good. Yeah, but, no problem with but that. Th- think about it. That uh, just the plane tickets and the hotel and everything—that mm-hmm. was an easy meal right there. You yeah. know what I mean? Plus, I don't. I mean, but, but I don't. To be honest, it. I don't think I know three hundred and twenty people I could invite. Oh, I don't either. But I'm also Heck not no. a professional athlete. That's but, true too. But does he know 320 people personally? No, probably not. A lot of these people were probably like just people he knows of, or maybe met one time, and he's like, eh, "I want Drake at my birthday party." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which I well, don't know if Drake was there. I'm just assuming. Yeah, I, I'm just saying all of that. It just it doesn't make sense if you're gonna say it was a million. Just say that was all this birthday party cost, which I know probably oh, costs a lot to be more. more. Yeah, yeah it had to my, be. My point is. If he's made, say he made a flat hundred million dollars in his career, that's one one hundredth mm-hmm. of your entire life's earning. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a crazy one hundredth of your dude. current bank account. That's not that big a deal. One one hundred of one one hundredth of all you're ever going to make because you know he's about finished. You know his career is coming to a close. He's got to be. Yeah, he's coming to a close. That's just that's ridiculous for one birthday party. You know? Yeah, which he will make money by going to the Hall of Fame and doing you know endorsements stuff like that. I don't think he's like in deep doo-doo or anything like that, but he's got to figure this out. Anyway, the article keeps going. So for the party, he rented a lemur and a python to wear around his shoulders the whole time. 
Yeah, I did see a picture of that. A lemur and a python. First off, maybe the lemur. Secondly, the python? You're nuts. <laughs> Nowhere near my birthday party. I can tell you that right now, dude. Dude, your that hate for reptiles fuels me. I mean, I don't I didn't think I had a hate for reptiles, but I'm not a big fan of things like that. Dude. A python? To bring up Trent's the Trent again, the guy I was talking about earlier. He has a harmless bearded dragon that you won't go anywhere close to. Who told you that? That's not true. Trent told me that. I've never I think I've seen it one time ever. And he said you were really squeamish around it. I mean, I had never seen it, but like I wasn't really squeamish. I didn't want to like put it on my shoulder or anything. I want to be that thing's best friend, man. I'm not a, like a big fan of like animals though. Like I like dogs, but I don't like dogs that weigh more than me. You know what I mean? What kind of dogs are you talking about? Like a wolf? Like anybody that has like a Great Dane, bro, keep it away from me. That is massive. I, I don't like that. I just I want like, it like, for the upkeep. I like like bulldogs and like stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I love I love dogs and I love huge dogs. I think they're hilarious. I, I just wouldn't want one because, you know, I can't afford to spend more money on my dog's food every month than my food, you know? Yeah, but I mean, I don't think you would. But yeah, I see what you're saying. That, I mean... Anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm just saying it's expensive to feed okay. those dogs. Yeah, it is. So, anyway, it keeps going. So, I'm going to skip some of this because not all of it, I think, is that pertinent. Obviously, spent a lot of money on the cake, everything like that. Jamie Foxx was the DJ. Um, more than 100 workers um, was just there for the strippers, according to this article. Of course. What the heck? Not a hundred strippers, but it says a hundred workers were there to set up stripper poles and a hook hookah bar and a um cigar hum- humidor. I don't know how to say humidor. that. Humidor. Humidor. I don't understand why it's pronounced like that. In a tent called the man cave. They set up a man cave where only guys were allowed to go into with strippers, cigars, and a hookah bar. Is, what is Adrian Peterson lost heck? his mind? Crazy. Plus, by the way, he's married. Okay. Um, I don't know any woman who'd be okay with her husband doing that. Anyway, keeping going. Um, it says even the porta potties were over the top with silver sinks and shiny floors. You it says right here, one of Peterson's closest friends said you would have thought you were going to the bathroom at Ruth's Chris. For those of you who don't know, that's a steakhouse where you're gonna spend like seventy dollars on a steak. 60, 70 bucks on a steak. So like, there's not there's not much more I can say about this. It's just dumb, you know? Yeah, it is. Um, there's more to it. I'm gonna skip ahead. Uh they rented a camel. Um, they played video games in the man cave while eating cereal with strippers to the side of the TV. Don't understand that either. Oh, also, this is the conclusion of the party. He announced in front of everyone at 2 a.m. that his wife and him were having his eighth child, but it's the sixth baby, or it's the uh, sixth other of the other babies are with different mothers. Um, so that's a lot of child support. Yep. And I don't understand it. I don't understand having that many babies with that many different women at all. Well, just skipping past that, man, it's just, just all of this, just, it, it sounds like all of this could have been from a different party. It's all over the place. Yeah. I don't and understand I it was, at all. This was years ago. And of course you don't want to kick someone while they're down, but at the same what time, it's entirely his fault. So, you know? Yeah. What were you thinking, dude? Right. 
Um, I don't but, understand I mean, this it. Is, this is nothing new, though. Athletes go broke all the time. You ever seen the 30 for 30 called Broke? No, I haven't, but I that sounds pretty good. I'd like to no, watch yeah, that, you actually. Need, you need to watch that, especially since you find this so interesting. They've got a bunch, crazy. Of, a bunch of former athletes, a lot of NFL ones. They, um, like From everything I understand, the NFL players were always the big spenders, and they always bought the, the flashy and expensive jewelry and stuff. And yeah. the way that people describe this was because since they were always on the field and they always had a helmet covering their face, they would always have like big chains with like a big number twenty two on the end of it, and like you know they would try to flex as hard as they can because people don't recognize them as much as Ooh. they would recognize like a basketball player or something. You Plus, know? basketball players make a lot more money. Well, this was also like back in the nineties and stuff, so it was closer than it is now. Uh, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably true. But so yeah, um, so they, they were explaining like the first thing I do is I go buy a nice car. And uh, now they're like, I don't even know where the car is. <laughs> like, um, Notable athletes that like first came to my head um, that I'm pretty positive like went bankrupt after their thing, but I'm sure they're once again rich. Um, the first name that popped to my head was Mike Tyson. Didn't that guy go like dead broke at one time? Yeah, pretty sure. Was he on the movie? No, he wasn't. Okay, I'm pretty positive Mike Tyson filed for bankruptcy sometime in my life. Um, Magic Johnson was also broke at one time. I can't remember the guy's name, but there was a baseball player who they said spent like hundreds of thousands of dollars a month while he was playing, um, just doing random stuff. Oh, Charles like, Barkley almost went broke. It's gambling. Did he? Didn't even know that. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. A, yeah, he's like a huge advocate against gambling now because it almost ruined his life. Didn't um didn't AI go broke? I don't know. I, I, I think Alan Iverson went broke at one time, dude. It just seemed anyway, like uh, that John, just John Daly, who? you know, the, the golfer. Did he go broke? Uh, I don't know that he ever went flat broke because, you know, golfers like a ton of money after, you know, like yeah. the top of the game. But like he would say, like going into, you know, going into a casino, dropping a million dollars, like nothing, you know? Yeah. Well, the one that I'm like most confident about is Mike Tyson. I am very positive yeah, that dude I, made millions of dollars and then went bankrupt after bank. Oh, my goodness. I can't speak, dude. Went I can't even speak. Bankrupt? He went bankrupt. Gosh, I can't. Blah, blah, blah. He went bankrupt after his playing days, dude. Congratulations, Andrew. Thank you. I finally finished a sentence. I'm glad. Anyway, I think that's just ridiculous, dude. Um, I Also, I do, I'll do. i be honest with you. I think maybe the funniest part is how he announced his wife was having his eighth child. <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. But it also, in the article, it says, at the conclusion, Peterson announced he and his wife were having his eighth child, six different baby mothers. Dude, oh my goodness. That is ridiculous, dude. I couldn't even imagine having eight kids. But then to have six different moms for those children oh, yeah. is absolutely insane. Yeah, I'm not nuts. sitting here, I'm not trying to like, you know, bash on Adrian Peterson. I know it sounds like it. I do think he's a great athlete and everything. Oh, that's dude, just straight up stressful, thinking? though. Yeah, what were you thinking, dog? Anyway, that's something else. But um, while we are on the topic of money, Trey, I don't know if you've seen it, but Forbes recently released the um, 2019 most valuable um, sports franchises in the world. Mm -hmm. It's the updated list. Um, every year they do this, which... Um, which franchises are most popular? Obviously, or excuse me, most um, valuable. valuable. Yeah. Most of them are obviously American. We uh, value our sports very high. I think more than any other country. I think so. Except maybe a few Spanish-speaking countries with soccer, stuff like that. But um, anyway, Trey, have you seen the list? No, I have not. 
Okay, so do you want me to start at number 10 or number one? Well, let's go number one. Number one. Okay, I'll give you two options because it seems like this no, goes no, back and forth. I got this forth. one. I know what this is. Yeah, you got to know what it is. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Yep, you're right. Got to be. It used to be, which is number two, the New York Yankees, which mm-hmm. for a long time it was the New York Yankees. And I think Dallas has recently jumped like three yeah, or four a, years ago. Yeah, it was wasn't a few it? years ago. Yeah, it was very recent that the Dallas Cowboys jumped, which I'm actually still kind of shocked about, but I'm also not. It's not like the Cowboys are like in their heydays, you know, like going wild, winning Super yeah. Bowls. But I also understand football right now is blowing baseball out of the park. So I understand it from that perspective, but it still blows my mind that like, dude, everybody worldwide knows what the Yankee logo looks like, you know? Oh, yeah. I feel they like the Dallas the Cowboys are See, that's what blows my mind is like, I don't think... Maybe I'm wrong, but to me, the Dallas Cowboys isn't a worldwide logo. The New York Yankees is absolutely a worldwide logo. So that shocks me. I guess me. that's fair. Yeah. But it's very close. The uh, Dallas Cowboys are valued at $5 billion. Yankees are valued at four point six. Oh, yeah. That's not so it's far. not like it's like they're being blown out of the park. Mm-hmm. So that just goes to show you the Dallas Cowboys are in like by far the most valuable sport right now for America, at least. And they're barely beating the Yankees, which, like I said, I, that's a worldwide thing. Okay, give me the next three, and I'll see if I can put them in order. Okay, I'm going to try and make... Okay, Barcelona, Real Madrid, New York Knicks. I'm going to go... Mm, Real, Barcelona, and Knicks. It's three, four, five? Yeah. Yeah, that was right. How'd you do that? Boom. Are you looking at the list? Boom. No, I don't have the list in front of me. Let's just guess. Yeah, no, that was pretty good. And I just figured like those two soccer clubs are like insanely popular all around the world. So I was like, mm-hmm. eh, why not? And the Knicks are also kind of like how you were saying with the uh, with the Cowboys. Like they're not exactly in their heyday right now. But, you know. It's still not a as, New York team. Like the yeah. largest market sports ever. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, so six, seven, and eight. Okay. Manchester United, Los Angeles Lakers, New England Patriots. What order? Uh, Lakers, Patriots, and Man U? Nope, you said it the opposite. It's Man U, Patriots, Lakers. Hey, I've got one of them. I'll Which take that. I'm, I, I'm actually shocked that the Lakers are not more valuable than the Patriots. Yeah, that shocks know, that's, me. It's kind of funny to me because, like, I mean, the Lakers are in just a massive market, you know? Yeah, the Lakers is one of the biggest franchises ever. But it just New goes England's to show kind of you a new one. Well, it just goes to show you what success can do. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I will say though, like people are probably like the Patriots are a new one, dude. The Patriots were nothing until the two thousands. Okay. Oh yeah. They they went to one Super Bowl, dude. Like they they were nothing until the two thousands. I promise you. The Lakers have always been huge, though. That's true. So before people start like giving me heck about that, and then rounding out the top ten. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. Number nine, Golden State Warriors, which, like you just said, success. Yeah, that one's kind of surprising to me. The top 10. They were cool. nowhere near the top 10 until they became good. Yeah, it's amazing. And then number 10, which is a tie between the New York Giants, the Los Angeles Dodgers, and – oh, yeah, no, that was it. Sorry. Number uh, 12 and 13 are also tied, so I got confused reading the list. Anyway, gotcha. Giants, Dodgers round up the top 10. Which does not shock me. Both of those, like, yeah. like we've talked about, big markets. Obviously, there's a reason why they're there. Yeah, none of the teams in the top ten surprised me, except for Golden State. But 
like I was saying, it's, it shows you what, what success can do, you know? Yeah, exactly. Which I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there. Green Bay's at number 27. Happy to be in the top 30, boys. That's actually pretty I'm impressive s- considering they're publicly owned. Yeah, exactly. I thought the same thing. Not too far behind. Oakland Raiders at 34. <gasps> Ooh. They are worth $2.42 billion. Green Bay is worth $2.63. So, pretty crazy. I like the list a lot. It does not shock me. Honestly, I probably could have picked the top 10 minus... Like I don't know if I would have put New England in the top ten, maybe only because of like like you said success or and then honestly, Golden State once again that success but they've been like huge the past five years so that doesn't shock me as much as New England honestly because I feel like yeah. more people hate New England than they do Golden State maybe that's just me saying that but I kind of feel like that. What now do you think? I think that's fair to say because they New England has just has dang not you, you gave it to me now man. New England has sustained success <laughs> for longer than Golden State has. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do we need to like pause this podcast and like go and like drink some water and you know get out of our uh, our little hump we got going on right now? Because I'm just gonna go bash my head against the wall until I speak. Right. Yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. You good? I'm good, man. Let's continue. Okay. Next up, what I think is cool. I'm excited about it, but not really. To be honest, I don't care that much. Space Jam Two. <laughs> I'm excited, but I'm not. I mean, no. I'm excited only because I feel like that, even though it was like stupid stuff, people would always be like, well, Michael Jordan's in a movie and LeBron James isn't. Who's the GOAT? That was stupid. You should never bring that into it. But now people can't say that because LeBron James is getting his own movie now. I just think it's like, I, I, I'm going to wait till I see the plot of the movie, but I thought that the plot of Space Jam 1 just tied it up, you know? Pretty decently. I mean, yeah, I didn't think. Either, I didn't. To be honest, I think Space Jam One is crazy overrated. No, I don't. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Of no, course, I know that, but that's what I'm saying. Of course, it's overrated as a kids' movie. But my point is, I don't see how they're going to do anything with Space Jam Two unless they force some sort of plot on it. Uh, like that's my biggest complaint. Is like, why are we doing a second one when we don't they really just need a do second, the second one? one? Because LeBron James. Yeah, exactly. And that's my only grievance. But I'm going to wait till I see the movie before I, you know, give it crap. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm probably, I doubt, I'll. well, I'm pretty positive I won't go to the movies to go see it unless like no, a group I'm of my friends want to go see it, but I doubt it. No, I to mean, me, that like has said, Netflix written all over it. Yeah, and to me, I think, like I said, I think Space Jam 1 is crazy overrated, so I'm not really a big fan of it. I thought it was pretty good, but I think people act a little bit weird about it for some reason. They act like it's like the greatest movie ever made. Yeah, or good the greatest movie. Kids not a great movie. movie. I would say, okay. And I'm not expecting Space Jam 2 to be any better. Honestly, I bet it'll be worse. Just because it's probably going to be forced, you know? Oh, yeah. They're literally just not, which, you know, we've talked about LeBron, MJ, and all this kind of stuff, but they're literally just doing it because a lot of people say LeBron is like our generation's MJ, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's literally the reason they're doing it. Yeah. I mean, um, it's all because they know they can make a quick buck. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure, like, honestly, I, th- I think it'll be okay. I'm sure it'll be just like the first one. I'm not that worried about it. You know, just whatever. If kids want to watch it, they'll want to watch it. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, but, so are you ready for the uh, listener questions? I believe so, Andrew. So, Trey, I got to tell you something. Okay. I have already read these. I went ahead and read them ahead of time. And I think the first one is one of the goofiest questions that we've ever been asked. <laughs> What do you mean? It just makes no sense. Like, who would ask this? 
So what's you, the question? Have you read them? Have you read it? No. The first question is, and I mean, I'll explain why I think this is stupid. The first question is, have you guys ever said anything on the podcast that you ended up cutting out? And what is it? Do you understand why that's dumb, Trey? Uh, I mean, I feel like you're probably taking it more personally than I am. But I mean, like, why would we say something like controversial and then like cut it out? Which like, I'm, I mean, we've said things that we cut out before, but yeah. like, why would we say it and then tell you now, even though it's probably right. just as con- like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's just, do- I mean, that's just goofy, dude. I don't know. Like, it's not, I mean, I guess I understand why someone would want us to say it. Like, I think that's, I mean, I mean, it's not as bad as I was acting. I was just trying to overreact a little bit, but still goofy question. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, most of the time when, if we do take something out, it's just like, we just stumbled over words all the time or just whatever. But very rarely has it been something we're like, you know, we shouldn't put that in there. But But I do have, I do have one thing that I said one time and I'm going to tell you all right now, extremely controversial. Uh, I, I said, And then I was like, all right, there you go. That's what I said. Do you think that's okay, Trey? I think I'm going to have some more work in post. You think so? (laughs) I mean, I wonder why. But they asked for it, Trey, so they got it. There it is. You heard it here. Okay, anyway, next question. I don't mean to bash on anybody, but... I think no, that's pretty funny. We're, no, we're just messing around. Yeah. Anyway, next question, which I think is actually a pretty good question. Which team will be the first one you use on Madden 20 when it drops next Tuesday? I'm pretty sure it's next Tuesday. That's what they said. So they must be right. Uh, I won't because I'm not going to buy the game. You're not going to buy Madden 20? I haven't bought Madden for, in like three years. Oh, uh, yeah. I think you did. I think you I've said already- that on like the very first episode. I don't know how long ago it was, but I've already aired my grievances. I don't play Madden anymore. I just get frustrated. So I don't I don't buy many games, but I'll probably buy Madden twenty. If I, I mean, so they got it, college football on it, dude. Wow, it's got like three teams, just like the NBA. Okay, it's got like twelve. Ooh. I think I mean it's better than Look, nothing. Just because it has those college teams on there doesn't make it NCAA football. Okay, I agree. Which, Madden now plays like crap compared to the old NCAA games. Um, I disagree with that. I think that's a little too far. Um, I definitely think Madden right now is better than NCAA ever has been as far as gameplay goes. I disagree. I don't. I mean, like NCAA is crazy old now. Yeah, and it still plays better. I don't think so. I'm not talking about looks. I'm talking about the engine that it runs on. Well, actually, I take that back too because that has part to do with looks. But but I mean like how the gameplay actually is. Like, if you throw it to a receiver, nine times out of ten, he's going to catch it, and he's not going to drop it because his because his um, his catch rating is lower than 99. That's ridiculous to me. If he's wide open, he's got to make the catch. You know? And that it's like... rarely happens if in I'm, Madden. If I'm running through, a, if through the A-gap, right, and my running back gets sucked into the defensive tackle when he goes down, it doesn't happen like that. They break through those arms. That's what happens. Okay, but the reason they do stuff like that is because occasionally it happens in real life. Yeah, it doesn't happen every single play. No, I know, but it doesn't happen. Okay, obviously you're playing a broken version of Madden because that doesn't happen to me every single play. It, happens it to might me every, happen to me. Play. It might happen to me like once a game, which I would say is pretty reasonable in real life NFL. Once a game, someone's going to drop a pass. That happens. 
So I don't think that's crazy to and outlandish for them to do that. No, Which, can it be frustrating? Out- yes, but it's also frustrating when you're a fan of that team and it happens in real life. See, but my point when I'm playing a game is that if if I'm if I know I did everything right and something out of my control calls me to not get that first down or not get that touchdown, that's not on me, but I'm still losing because of it. You know? Okay, but they also make it out to be like they like watch people play and certain players are more likely to do that than others. More likely to do what? Like drop a pass, like like that example that you used. Like some players are more likely to drop a pass in the game than others. Yes. Like Antonio Brown, most likely he's not going to drop a pass when you're playing with him on Madden. I don't know. Some other player might, though. Yeah, it's, well, you know it's I mean? all part of the game, and that's why I don't play that game. So are you going to give an are you going to give an answer? If I were to anyway? play, of course it would be the Raiders. That's my team. But I, I mean, I'm not going to play it, so. Okay, That's my answer. I'm going to. I plan on going to. So who are you going to play? I'm pro- See, I want to say the Packers, but honestly, I might play with the Browns first. Yeah, I was going to say, though, the Browns look pretty fun to play with. Yeah, I feel like the, I'm not I'm not completely sold on the Browns like in real life. Like, I do think they'll be good because I've talked about that before, but I do think they'll be one of the best teams to play with on the video game. Oh, yeah, because on paper, they're a good team. And that's exactly. all Madden is, is on paper. Exactly. Now, I will say people are going to think I'm crazy. But I do think there's going to be a dark horse team on Madden that might actually be pretty good, Tell but me. maybe not that incredible in real life. Like, I'm not sure what to expect from this team in real life. Okay. And I'm I'm going with the Washington Redskins. Dude, they're really? going to have... They're going to have Dwayne Haskins, who's probably going to be pretty high on the video game by like week three. They have Darius Geis, which is probably going to come back. Um, they have Adrian Peterson. Pretty good. And then, dude, their freaking defense... You got Jonathan Allen, you got Deron Payne, you got Ryan Anderson, you got the guy from uh, Sweat from Mississippi State. I mean, dude. Is, th- I mean, is oh, Ryan, Ryan Kerrigan. No, Haha's not. Ha, oh, oh, man, he plays dude. with the Bears now. Yeah. You got Ryan Kerrigan. Dude, the team's going to be probably pretty good, like you said, on paper in the video game. Okay. But I'm not fair. expecting anything incredible from them in real life. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So it'll I mean, be interesting to see how it plays out. The style of play with Dwayne Haskins works well on video games. You know yeah, what I mean? You're, yeah, you're right. Like, not all the time do players, like, okay, um, what's his name? Blake Bortles. Not the most incredible guy in real life. He was pretty dang good on Madden just because of his agility and his playing style. Yeah. If you, if you know how to use him, almost any character can be good. Yeah, exactly. It does take a little bit of skill to, but if you can make someone that's not good, good on the video game, then you're pr- probably pretty good at the game. Yeah. Anyway, that's a dark horse team. I probably won't play with them much, but I'm going to give them a chance. But I'd say my, probably my first team is going to be testing out, you know, Baker and OBJ, and I'll put Kareem Hunt in the starting lineup, even though he's not going to be playing for a little while. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Do you think he'll be on the game? I didn't even think about yeah, that. They yeah, might. He'll, he'll be on the game. But well, he'll be on the game, but will you be allowed to use him? I, I don't know. I, don't I think know. you can. I'm pretty sure you can. Even when someone's suspended, I think you're allowed to use him. Yeah, you might have to make like a custom roster or something. But I don't uh, think you can use them like online though. Like when you're playing with other people, I don't think you can use them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I obviously know. I haven't played enough to to know. So that'll probably be next week's review. <laughs> be yeah, you'll have to let that. me know how it is. 20 uh, John Maddens out of 55. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Well, I guess stay tuned then for that.
And also, coming up next week, uh, we're going to work together. Me and Andrew are kind of come up with our very own Couch Takes Top 25 for college football. So wee, stay wee, tuned wee, for wee, that. Wee. Got that air horn action again, boy. It's coming back around, man. Yeah, I'm so, excited. So we're going to work on that. We're going to get that out uh, and give you our take. Which teams are the best? Which teams are the worst? You'll see. Our takes, boy. Couch takes. Yeah. I think this was a good discussion, Andrew. You got anything else you want to say? Uh, yeah, just thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you got anything to say to us, be sure to DM us. Let us know. Um, I hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next week. God bless. All right. See y'all.